0: welcome to a talk american this is mikey Fresh here in this episode it's uh impromptu solo act i guess you could say and there's been a couple of things that have gone on um this past seven days uh One, I was watching, uh, I was, you know, binge watching YouTube because that's what I usually do. And I came across Elliot Page talking to uh, Trevor Noah. And, you know, as it turns out, Elliot was uh, promoing the new season of Umbrella Academy. And I was like, oh, man, season three came out. So then I went and I binge watched season three. I like it. Um, for those of you who've watched Il- uh, Umbrella Academy, you're going to uh, it's a lot of the same, um, you know, hijinks. And, you know, This, uh, as it turns out, based upon the last episode of uh, season two, when they came, went back, got back to the uh, manor, I guess you could say, and they realized um, that's when they found out that there was a whole nother team. So, including Ben and Who's Alive. And uh, it goes from there. Um, there's a lot of things that they're, uh, like, in the, the season finale has a lot of stuff going on with that. And the season, season three as a whole, I thought it was a really good season. Um, I think there was too much emphasis on, you know, um, Elliot Page in the beginning. Um, him as a whole and the character he was playing. So I think, you know, you could have portrayed those things in one episode as opposed to it, like, kind of spreading out and dragging out into, like, two or three episodes. So... um, well, two episodes, it really happened in all of one episode, and then it spilled a little over into episode two. Um, mainly by you know the way that the family, the umbrella family, operates, is which is like not really a team, they're like a whole bunch of individuals doing things, and then they come together at the end, or something like that, or in the middle, or something like that, at a turning point, but um. Like I said, I'm not going to say any spoilers. Uh, we'll probably talk about that in another show with some other people who watch it. And I'm just saying that it's a really good show. And um, season three did not disappoint. There were things in season three that I enjoyed. Um, there were surprises that were <clears throat> that happened that I was... Uh, happily surprised by uh there was a couple of negatives but for me personally it wasn't that many negatives so but that was an awesome uh, thing but aside from that um i played a little bit finally finally fall off Fall Guys came out on, um, Switch and other, and Xbox and some other uh, platforms. And this past weekend I had played a little bit of it on the, uh, Xbox. Um, it's weird because I saved, um, my, uh, my save from the PC I was able to use on my Xbox, but I didn't use it on my main account. I saved it on a different account. So, um, it was it was a relatively easy transition to, to kind of bring it over to the Xbox platform. Um it's always to me it's always weird to play games like that like Fall Guys and Fortnite and games like that that I played when they first came out and to see how far they've gone from the time I first played them to now. Like Fall Fall Guys, I played that um I think I played that the first time I played it was just before the pandemic started. And so that was like early 2019, maybe late 2018. And to see how far it's come and now everybody has every game now has a season and all kinds of other stuff and like I as soon as I uh started up on Xbox, I had gotten like maybe 20 achievements right off the bat cuz I've been playing it on PC. So And at first I didn't realize it until I played on my main account, which is Lazarus one. And I had to start a new account on Fall Guys. And I was like, oh man, that's because, okay. So when I started on the other account and it started up, it was like for for a hot, like probably five, 10 minutes. It just had achievements popping every five seconds. And um, I thought that's how it was going to be, regardless. But I realized now, no, it's because it was taking the achieve, It was taking the experience that I had from my main account that was on my PC, because I I bought the game on Steam, so the main account on Steam, and bringing it over to the Xbox platform, and that caused a lot of achievements. So, and it's weird because you play it on Xbox or you play it on now. Like before, when I would play the game everybody had a unique looking character because, you know, everybody's been playing it on PlayStation and PC for the longest. So now I play it now and it's a good thing that this game came out on Xbox and Switch because now you have a whole group of other people now playing it. So now you jump in the game and there's a lot of like regular generic looking uh, Fall Guys versus... Like you could tell, okay, basically you can tell who played the game on PC and PlayStation and who's now just playing it for the first time. So, and it's, you know, that's the type of game that there is nuance to the game. Like you can't, like your character, you can't have experience and then your character just gets faster and stuff like that. No, it's a matter of, I've played this game. I know when the starting line hits, what I should do and what I shouldn't do. Whereas people who haven't played any game in a while, they just think it's like a race and then they just play it however. But there's like there's strategy and there's, you know, technique and things like that. Um, As you play the game longer you kind of figure out what's your strategy and what's your technique and everything else. So, but um, it's great to see that Fall Guys finally came out on these other platforms. Now, when you play the game, because before when I played on Steam, it would take forever to get into a game because there's a lot of people who just weren't playing that game. Like, you know, that game came out like... Two three years ago, so a lot of those people have either played the game like myself and they have played it from here and there, but if I'm playing it here and there, that means other people playing it here and there. Whereas now that it's on Xbox and switch, especially switch, um you'll have significantly more people just jumping into the game so and you' it's a lot easier and a lot quicker to get a, a a game going as opposed to from before so um it's I'm happy. That uh, this game has definitely come out on um, the other platforms because it needed to come out on the other platforms because it was getting a little uh, hard to get games running and that's the type of game that you need other people to play um, with so If and it's usually you're getting at least like 60, you got to get like 60 people right off the bat. So if you don't get the 60, it's going to take a while for you to get those 60. Sometimes it doesn't even get to 60, it gets to like 57, 56, and then it just starts because it's you know, it has a timer or something, but. I'm happy that it's out on these uh, other consoles, so and other uh, platforms. So maybe I can get some more games going, and I could get back into playing uh, Fall Guys again because I really did have a great time playing that game. Um, it's a very fun game. It's it it doesn't require you to know a bunch of buttons. It it's an easy game. The learning curve is you know extremely um, you know shallow. So um, yeah. You know, anyone who's hearing this, uh, jump in uh, because because especially now uh, the game is now available cross platform. So I could play somebody who has a switch, who has an Xbox, who has a PlayStation. So I actually I don't know about the PlayStation part, but definitely switch Xbox PC. You all could play together. So I think it it's available cross-platform for a PlayStation. I'm not sure though. I have to get back to you on that one, but um, yeah, it, it took a lot less time for me to get into a game. So I was quite happy about that. Uh, aside from playing Fallout, I also, you know, tinkered a little bit with um, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game. Uh, I think it's called Shredder's Revenge. And uh, it's funny because uh so soapbox, soapbox J and i all work at the same uh um we work at the same place you know we work for the government or whatever and um so we we're at work one day and we were talking to a friend of ours a uh, mutual friend of ours and we were like yeah you know we were talking we we're like yeah the, you know the ninja turtle game i was like yeah I, I i installed it or whatever i didn't really play it yet and uh he was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I played a little bit of the game and it's online. And it's funny because it's a. Uh, it reminds me heavily of. Not necessarily the arcade version. Well, I guess kind of. Uh, uh, Turtles in Time it kind of reminds me of that game and it has that art style like the old arcade games and it has uh, I thought it was a four player game it turns out it's a six player game so you can play all those all six of those members online I mean you start out with of course um, uh, uh, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello who's the character I usually play as Donatello and Raphael And you also play as April O'Neil. And I believe you also play as Splinter. But you can unlock Casey Jones. So, you know, at least you get more than just the six to go with. You can pick up to seven. But you can only play up to six players at one time on the screen. So um, I'm probably going to try and do a live stream with uh, Big L soapbox, see what days we all have together so we can play that live stream of that game that, that should be dope. But um, yeah, I I played a little bit of game. The game reminds me heavily of like the old school games I played when I was a kid and um, that was awesome to play and uh, I plan on playing that a little more often. Like I said, my Xbox gamer tag is uh, lazarus One. You know, if you live in the Midwest, it's like the uh, department store. I didn't even know there was a department store named Lazarus, but, you know, it is. I don't know if the department store is still around or not, but I remember for the longest when I used to go out to like Chicago and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, my my, podcast, not my podcast, but... My uh gamer tag on uh on Xbox Live is Lazarus One and they're like, well, Lazarus One, why would you name your Certain people would say, even online, people would say, Why would you name your store? Your uh Why would you give your uh avatar or gamer tag, call it after a department store? I was like, There's a department store named Lazarus? I was like, I don't live in that area. I live in the northeast. Northeast. There is no such like I guess that would be the equivalent of somebody out west or in the Midwest naming themselves Macy's. Because that's like the major, you know, department store out here or Nordstrom's or something like that. But um yeah, that was totally off tangent. But um speaking of off the uh sidebars, I was um for those of you who are aware in regards to Microsoft Points, um or uh, Microsoft award points, reward points. Um, there's this thing Microsoft does in which you can accumulate points that you can then later on redeem for different things like gift cards and stuff like that. I think uh, Soapbox and a couple other people redeem their points for... Um, for uh, um, xbox or microsoft gift cards i know i do it for gift cards and i end up buying other things on there but you can technically use these points to pay for your xbox live account or your x or your game pass account or something like that well game pass comes with xbox live but um So, with the reward system, you have to, and you go and you search on Bing, I don't know about other people, but I usually use DuckDuckGo, but uh, if I want to earn points, I installed um, Bing onto my phone, even though I have a Google Pixel, and Google Pixel automatically has Google um, search engine on it, so... So I got to kind of go out of my way to accumulate the points that way. But um, there was a question on there because they all have questions, like poll questions you answer and you get like 10 points or something like that. And I, there was a poll p- question today that was like, if you are in your car and you're listening to the radio and these two artists comes on, which one would you play? Which, which one would you turn the music up on? And one was Tupac, and the other one was Kanye. And then I thought, I said Kanye. So then I hit Kanye, and it says 70% says Tupac, 30% says Kanye. And I was like, I call Cap on that. Because um, to me, like, like, don't get me wrong, I love Tupac, but Tupac doesn't have a lot of songs that you could, like, turn the music up on. Like if you're in your car, they don't. Tupac has, you know, you know, he has some some hits that people know. of. But most of the songs that people like of Tupac aren't turn your music up type of songs. They're like listen to your headphones, play the music, that kind of thing. Kanye has a lot of show, a lot of songs that are like turn the radio up. Uh, bangers, club bangers, all kinds of stuff like that. So I called Cap on that. I'm like, I don't know like if people read the question correctly or whatever, but that was like just me on a tangent. Like, this is literally what I saw before I went to um, starting this uh, podcast for today. But, um, other than that, uh, I plan on probably watching, um, <sighs> I know The Boys season four, I think it is, that came out and or season three. I'm not sure, but I haven't watched really The Boys since episode one of season one. And I've read the comic book, um, the graphic novels and stuff like that. So I probably eventually go like probably blitz through the first couple seasons so I could catch up or whatever. But uh, I hear that they're supposed to be going into a spoiler alert, I guess. Uh, is it a spoiler though because that's a major uh plot in um the graphic novel which is herogasm so they're supposed to start going into that i think that's the next episode that comes up um I don't know if i want to skip and not watch the rest, watch all of the uh other seasons and just watch what they do for herogasm because that was a major plot line in uh the graphic novel so maybe I should watch it because they're from what I've even what I saw in the first episode of season one, there was a lot of things that were different from the graphic novel. So maybe I need to watch or at least watch a recap show of it. So um, other than that, uh, I've uh, I've been paying attention. Well, I know Madden's about to come out, Madden 23. And I already spoke about how I felt about that in regards to the capitalization. And, you know... Of how EA is treating this franchise. Uh, Speaking of franchise, uh, I'm primarily a franchise player. And it's funny because I play franchise modes or GM modes on my phone. And it's sad that I got to play it on my phone and I can't play it from... The franchise that I originally saw it from, like the franchise that had uh, Head Coach that came out, that was a really good game and ahead of its time at the time, you know. Um, and how EA just repackages stuff, takes stuff out of the game, repackages it, and then brings it back to the game. And hey, hey, this is a brand new feature. I was like, it was on Madden 2006. What are you talking about? Like, and and that's the sad part like you know when a new console comes out it's weird i think ea is the only one who does this because i think like in 2k and all the other and like 2k winning 11 all the other ones they just rebuild their game from one platform and just build it on the new platform whereas EA takes stuff out especially in Madden it takes things out and it slowly builds it back up again and I'm like why are you doing this especially on Xbox which makes no sense because the Xbox platform is always the same it's never it, it like people people claim that it was harder to develop for like Xbox 360 versus the Xbox, which I would agree probably is true, but since Xbox 360, the platform in regards to developing and coding for is basically the same because they made it, I think, at XNA uh, or whatever they call it, their um, suite um, of tools to make games on Xbox has been the same for the last couple of years, at least for the last 10 years. So there's no reason for EA to... Say, oh, we have to build the game from ground up again. That doesn't kind of it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, you're just doing this because, you know, you could take things out of the game, sell the game because people know it's the only game in town. Sell the game and then slowly add, Add. you're not adding anything, you're just subtracting and then adding what you already subtracted. So, and people will buy it and eat it up every single time. Like, I don't even understand how people are playing this game competitively when the competitive um, aspect of the game it, uh, it almost plays... The game is not a simulation game anymore. Even when it says simulation, it's still not simulation. So, like, I think they're just now allowing it where, hey, if you're... If you're if the play, the team you're playing as, the players, it's now more so based upon um, the stats of the player. I was like, shouldn't it have been like that from the get-go? What are you talking about? So, like, it, I shouldn't be able to catch, um, you know, use, like, Keenan Cole... And I'm a Jet fan. So use Keenan Cole and become make him the number one uh wide receiver when in that in real life he's nowhere near the number one wide receiver. So he's like a fourth or fifth option on that team. And then we're talking about the Jets, let alone any other team that you have that has really good players and then the guys on the bench are just as good as the guys who starting. That doesn't make any sense. Why how is this even like this doesn't make any sense like on the real. So, I don't know. I just, you know, Lately, like I I say that to say because I started downloading like games on Steam because there's a lot of franchise GM games available on Steam. It's not really just from one company. I I played one that's college basketball, but um, there's a couple other ones. There's like uh, Out of the Park Baseball that makes a hockey game, and I think it makes a football and a basketball game. And there's a couple other ones that are available on Steam. So I've been checking those out. I'll probably talk about that in a later episode once I can get some game time, some hours in logged in with these games. So, but on this note, I'm just going to end the show. Uh, like I said, um, there's going to be a show because of late. I've had a lot of friends ask me in regards to VR and buying some VR headsets and stuff like that. So there's going to probably be a, a VR crazy, um, fourth iteration coming out soon. Um, mainly featuring Big L even though I'm uh I'm a casual VR person but Big L is definitely that VR guy but on that note uh for Otaku by Otaku thanks for listening guys peace